Thanks for tuning in to the World XP Podcast. If you're enjoying the content, please drop us up, drop a like, and let us know your thoughts below in the comments. Also, please consider supporting our podcast via the link below. It really helps us out. Now, a word from our sponsors. Welcome, Terrence, to the World XP Podcast. We met, uh, I don't know why I feel, feel the need to tell everybody where I met everybody, but um, we met to give a shout out to Mike at the World Cup pop-up shop. Um, we met virtually there. Actually, we crossed paths and didn't actually talk. So <laughs> It's how it goes. It's, it's how it is this day and age because I definitely saw everything and then I, I, I posted it and I re-saw it and I saw you shared it and I was like, wait a minute, that's the guy I was sitting right in front running me by the bar but yeah it's all good it's all good it's just how it goes nowadays yeah, for you know sure. we connected here and uh you know that's just how you do it so you do it yeah nowadays. man yeah and feel like the face to the name like everybody's got different brands and stuff that sometimes their face isn't on it like you cross paths with somebody that you didn't realize that that's who that was uh dude the world is funny man the world yeah. is funny yeah you also i feel it. like do we have the same mic do you have a blue yeti I do. I don't yeah. have a desk. I had to, I had to move everything. As like I said, no, before could. we jumped on my black yeah. couch and I had a black jacket on, I was like, wait a minute, you can't see me. So yes, a part of the shout out blue Yeti. So yeah, luckily man. I had to stand. I was like, mm, maybe I could hold it, but, um, I tried to do that. I had one where I was holding this one. I went to do it in person and I've got another one that in like previous episodes, it's like the, the, arm one that comes down so i can like move mm. it around because sometimes i'll like sit back sit back that way and like i can just move it with me oh yeah but, but this one like it's so nice it was given to me by my friend tommy shout out to tommy but yeah super to nice mic yeah so i was go. i was holding it like this the whole time and i feel like i looked like an idiot so <laughs> <laughs> just like holding it like a like a little kid like waiting yeah. for snack like, time I was either like going, holding it like this, but then like your finger gets caught in the thing and <laughs> it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing, man. Gotta love yeah. It. These are great mics. So why, wait, why do you have a mic then? Just cause? Yeah. So I used to have a little bit of a podcast myself many years ago, not many mm -hmm. years ago, but um, just always just into like doing audio manipulation recording music and I, I tried doing the podcast thing but it just didn't really fit for me after a while so I just kept the mic so anytime I do interviews and people are like wow you're you got this really nice mic I'm like huh yeah shout out to Blue Yeti I've had this thing for a minute so I might even upgrade it um you know to kind of see you never know what happens I might even get the little uh arm stand yeah. too just so i can look professional and and super dope uh you know i have my nice little backdrop and my stream lights and all that stuff so you know it, it helps it helps elevate the experience to hear my as people say my radio voice is what they say you do have one you do have one to be <laughs> fair like yeah having talking to people with with mics is so much better because there's so much less like like the last one I did with um with Omar, he was in London, and so he was on like hotel Wi-Fi on his phone, with just like normal like headphones or whatever. Yeah, and it's like it's just... cutting in and out, and then like my audio jack was having its own problems, and it was just like a whole thing. We got through it though. We got through it. But yeah, so this is always nice because people always ask questions too when they come. They're like, "Do I need anything?" I'm like, "Just don't talk straight into the computer." 
And yeah. Aside I, from that, it should be fine. Like this is not a high class operation over here. <laughs> no, I, I definitely came prepared. I busted out the I busted out the stream light. I moved the background. I wish I wish I had something like a a little bit of a backdrop thing and not just like the couch in my little studio. Yeah. But you know, it makes to, it work. Yeah, for sure. I need to find something. Like I have um. Oh yeah. I have that, but like shout out to Tarrant. I'm giving all the shout outs today. Um he drew it's it. The way to go. It's the way to go. Um but like the way that um our my wife and our apartment is set up that like mm. so her desk is like back there. So I can't like put up like a backdrop that's like here. <laughs> cutting the cutting the wife off. This is yeah. This is <laughs> It'd this be like mine. going to confession every day, and then that would just be weird, man. Can't <laughs> be having that. Gotta yeah, love so it. I need to. I need to figure out a way eventually to do it, but maybe one day. I don't know. We'll It'll find. Happen. We'll figure it out. It'll happen one day. But for now, I'll continue with my wall. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. We'll we'll get there soon enough, and then we'll we'll come back for round two with our extremely branded backgrounds, yeah. and not just the. The Zoom backgrounds. I just found out my my um this desktop that I have that I can actually uh, plug the microphone in. It's mm -hmm. so old, like the the OS on is so old. It was like this system does not support virtual backgrounds. I was like, oh my gosh, you got to be kidding me! <laughs> but you know, old old reliable keeps it done. So I'm not mad at it, but I think it's telling me that I need to uh definitely upgrade to something new. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. I have questions for you about your experience in the podcasting. How how long ago did you were you doing that? Yeah, probably around jeez, I'd say maybe 2016 until about 2018. Um it oh. pretty much was just like so like my background is in just like design, marketing, um creative direction and like social media. So I was kind of using it as a way when I came out of undergrad to just speak about stuff or talk about, uh, you know, what's going on marketing trend wise. I was, I was trying to be like the next Gary V at the time, you know, that game that name yeah. was floating around. I was like, Still yeah, is, man. yeah. I was like, I can be the, I can be the young Gary V, you know, I can spread my knowledge and everything that I'm learning about, you know, getting into the, you know, the workforce and here's what I'm seeing. Here's what I'm not. Um, but after a while, it's just like, being able to push out that much content and then it's like, okay, I got to figure out when I'm going to record it. What's I'm going to say, is it, you know, captivating enough? Am I just going to keep repeating myself over and over? But um, after a while I was using it for D17 to like talk about brand updates, like, oh, this is what we're doing on the brand side, whether it's like a sports sponsorship or if it's actually just anything going on. Um, mm -hmm. It was like my platform to get information out and it did well for a minute, but I kind of, I kind of fell out of it. Um, it may come back one day, it might not, but I I'm glad for the time that it was. Cause I really was trying to make shift in my way old first job. I was taking the, uh, the profile picture, like in the break room, like with my phone, trying to like <laughs> not get caught. Cause I was yeah. like, really, I was like a, uh, you know, like a marketing coordinator at a, yeah. at a mortgage firm. And I was trying to like, sneak in the back to like take this picture and then try to edit it on my lunch break. And then I was trying to do episodes in the car because I didn't want to get caught. And I'm like trying to use my phone to capture stuff. And you got to go back and edit it and then get it out and then post about it. And then I was like, all right, that's one. 
<laughs> yeah. And people are like, when's two, when's three, when's four? And it's like, well, you know, maybe, uh, maybe the Never. podcasting, I, I think I'm better as a guest at this point. So <laughs> I don't know. Who knows, man? Yeah. I've noticed that myself, uh, like two of the three things that you mentioned was like, yeah, it is a lot to get out a lot of mm -hmm. content, which is, I had tried to do the thing where I was going to try and find like clips for everyone that were in real form and then like five minute video form. And then that got to be too much and I wasn't able to be consistent with it enough. And then like, but I figured just being consistent with at least the long form ones. Like the thing with that is like, I feel like I do it cause I like it. Not cause mm -hmm. I want to, to blow, like to blow up. Yeah. Because this is not going, it's not going anywhere. Um, it's not not going anywhere. It's just not going. I don't know. I'm not like a social media marketing kind of person, if it's that makes good. sense. So like I've been trying to learn and it's like, it's so much more, it's so much less complicated and more complicated at the same time than people who aren't in it think it is. Like there's yeah. so many like nuances that you need to know. And then once you know them, like I don't even know all of them, but like they all start to just make sense and like come together and, it's very strange. And then to your point about, am I repeating myself? It's like, I feel like I am. So I try, that's why I try to get different people from like variety of different backgrounds on. So like mm. you're on, you're a marketing guy, clothing brand guy. And then like a soccer coach on, I've had an immunologist on an army ranger, video game designer. It's like, none of these people are the same. So I try to like not do it because you have yeah. like your worldview that you speak from and like it all kind of comes back to the same like basic principles like if you're most people are principled enough that when mm. you have a discussion on something it all kind of you can boil it down to like this person is this way about xyz thing um so i try and keep it diverse enough to where i can talk about the thing rather than like i don't know rather than it getting boiled down to like something else that i've already said but yeah, it's hard sure. too. It's hard to find guests as well. So that's tough. But yeah, I came. I came flying out of the DMs. Literally, you, did. you killed it. I needed one. I, I needed one. When I saw it, it's crazy because I. I think maybe you reposted somebody or like you posted someone else, and I went. Back. I, re I reposted my own account. <laughs> oh shoot! I, I I saw it and I was like, oh, he's got a podcast. I was like, that's sick. So. um I was just like, all right, then we just DM. And luckily now I'm at the point that I can send people like my bio or something or like other things that I've been on. So it's not, yeah, I feel like some people they're like, oh, where else have you been? And they're just like, this is my first one, which is still cool, but it's it is like, cool. but I'm just like, yeah, you know, here's other like list of shows and publications that I've been on in the past, you know? Yeah. Um, but you're way like... overqualified for this one. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm here to have some fun. I'm here to talk whatever clothing stuff, uh, you know, soccer stuff. Cause now, um, my brand is starting to get a little bit more into the soccer space, which mm. is great. Um, and being able just to have like, just wholesome organic conversation. Cause I know when people listen, you know, they just like to hear, like you said, the, the worldly view of things, which is like how a lot of, I guess you could say my career in whatever has gone. I just have mm -hmm. a lot of perspectives on a lot of things. Cause I've just been around a lot of stuff, um, in a way that helps to shape what my opinions are, like things I like, or I don't like, or, you know, if I want to make a new product, this is what I'm seeing. This is what I'm not seeing. 
um, and kind of just going from there. So that's definitely yeah. just the good part. Oh, shit. It's my call. You're good. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. But you got to be observant enough too. like a lot of people are around a lot of different things. And then like when you talk to them, it doesn't come through. Yeah, that they've, that they've been doing that. So for a creative like. For creative types, like I'm not really I'm not not creative, but I'm definitely not a career like what you would consider like. A creative type. Yeah. And I haven't been around those people often because it's so hard to get, as I'm sure you figured out, to be that sort of like mindset and then to like either monetize it or make a living off it is super difficult. So to find those people that are just doing what their thing is, is like very recently I've fallen into it a bunch. Yeah. And it's it's been really cool to see because all these people have gazillion different ideas and some like some that i'm closer to i'm like all right you gotta slow down dude like and figure out how to make this these two things work before you do things eight nine and ten yeah so it's been it's been interesting to see like the clash of personalities and like or not clash but like how people are different and like how people are working together to do different things like you got the creatives and then you need like the sort of more like conscientious people to kind of make sure that the like the business doesn't go away Mm-hmm. Um, and then to see creatives learn that side has been really cool also. Cause it's like having both of them makes you super dangerous, like going yeah. out into the world. It's, it's definitely, I know like for myself being, I guess you could say more of a creative, but really had to learn the marketing side through like connections or like, mm-hmm. you know, reading, studying a whole bunch of stuff. Cause I always tell people even, um, I used, I used so I used to work for like Asics, like the mm-hmm. sneaker company, about yeah. like a year ago, and um, I was on the marketing team. I wasn't on the creative team, and it's always interesting because when you talk to people or you talk to um, you know other people within a business, they're always saying like, "Oh, you know, like the creative people, they always uh, they always sit in their rooms and the, with the lights off, and they're always you know doing crazy stuff, or like you know you go into the you know the creative office, they're always watching like cartoons and like uh, you know eating bananas with their feet kicked up to get their ideas flowing, you know stuff like that. And I'm on the marketing team, obviously we're you know punching numbers and data and revenue and profit and all that stuff, and I'm like sitting in the corner, like. Oh no, I hope they don't know before everyone came in. I sat in the dark with my coffee for about two hours, um, <laughs> just getting my ideas going. So, like you said, it's it's interesting being a creative and then learning the marketing side. Then it's also interesting being a marketer and learning the creative side. Cause it's like, okay, not every idea that you have is gonna get off the ground. But then it's also like being a creative, it's like, hey, just because you want to do you know, let's say an ad campaign, you want to spray paint the moon, that's not going to happen. But then you can yeah. do something a little bit more, you know, viable or just easier to, uh, you know, create or maintain. Because um, there's been times where I was like, uh, I used to work at one job in uh, like Western Maryland. Mm-hmm. And we did like nonprofit, like philanthropy and stuff. And one of my things, so basically like raising money for schools or charities or organizations and stuff like that. And I remember we were in our marketing meeting and I was like, yeah, we should, uh, we should do this thing where we take our CEO and he's, if we raise enough money, 
from an organization or xyz he's gonna go bungee jumping and <laughs> you know and it sounded cool in 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 theory but then it was like uh i don't think our ceo is gonna go bungee jumping he's also like i think he was like in his 60s at the time so it's like let's not you know <laughs> take this man randomly somewhere and headline film of it. accidental death or injury yeah i was not trying to get into any of that and then then eventually you know when I was at ASIC, you go to a bigger company, you know, even something that it's like, let's do this. And you got to go through legal, you got to go through this person, this person, this person. Um, so being able to, you know, get a feel for it, you got to know like what you're playing with and what you're not. Like if you do have an idea that's adventurous, you can just, you know, try to shoot for it as long as the budget's there and stuff like yeah. that. But then, you know, sometimes those adventurous ideas are like, what sets you over or, or makes you different than somebody else. So, I mean, Hey, I, I'm all for something, something crazy, but as long as I'm not the one bungee jumping, I'll skydive though, but I'm not bungee jumping. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. So it's interesting. You say that because I've, I had to do the opposite transition. Mm -hmm. I would always be the more like, all right, let's not like, that's a bit crazy. Let's try something else. And so I've had to learn to be like, cause I'll have the idea and then I'll tell myself that it won't work. So I've had to learn yeah. to be like, no, 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 we're just going to try it. And some of the stuff has worked and some hasn't, but like, that's part of the learning thing. It's been really interesting to come at it from the other, the other way. And so that's why I mentioned like hanging with the creative types a little bit more. That's been sort of like uh eye opening for sure. It's a good balance for me because like you said, going through legal and all the business people, like I'm that type of person, which is like, and then, yeah. <laughs> and then when, when, when your idea gets to me in that room, I'm the one that'll be like, maybe we should try this. Cause there's yeah. people that are like all the way on the other, on the other end where they're like, nope, nobody's done this before. So we're never going to do it. And it's like, eh, it's always boring. fun. I've, I've learned, um, at this part of my career, it's always great when it works, they might not like it at first. But then when it hits and then you see all the social media blowing up, the website mm -hmm. traffic going up, uh, you know, people are randomly buying everything. Then they're like, oh, he's a genius. He, why yeah. did he? <laughs> you know, um, even if it's just like the smallest thing, it's like, let's start doing this. And then it's like, oh, let's do it again. That's, that's when it starts to get crazy when it's like, let's do it again. And it's like, no, this was a one-time thing. Yeah. You cannot let the CEO bungee, up, bungee jump two times in the year. Yeah. Like just yeah, because yeah. we know it's going to bring in this much, um, you know, revenue or just like exposure. But I, I'll take a good one risk a year um, to do that. And, you know, I even did it before um, with my own brand. So, you know, obviously, you know, business, you gotta, you gotta make money and, mm -hmm. you know, to, thrive and keep going so i remember um we did a release with my alma mater at towson university um and we ended up doing like 200 free t-shirts for the homecoming game mm -hmm. which was great and um you know when we went up there it was kind of a risk because like okay i'm just making shirts and i'm just pulling up to the campus <laughs> you know with a yeah. box of t-shirts and um a table and a, and a and a clothing rack and um you know we ended up selling them out in 30 minutes, which was great, but also it was like, you know, taking that risk. And I was like, okay, let's see what I can get, we can get from it um, in a way to really like connect with the community again. But also it's like, you know, we're not going to make a bunch of money. Honestly, we're giving it away, but you know, the connections, the social media followings, the new people you meet, like I met 
so many people just taking the risk. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was great because we did the free release. And then literally a month later, I did another, <laughs> I did another one for free. I was like, yeah, we just going to do free t-shirts. I, I hit 700 followers on Instagram and I was like, you know what, let's do uh 700 followers free t-shirt, you know, like the first like hundred people get a free shirt. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, if, if I was the accountant or whoever, you know, doing the books, cause I have to play the accountant too, but if yeah. I had, if I had an accountant doing the books, they'd be like, what the heck did you just do? You just blew all this and just <laughs> gave it away. And I'm just like, Oh geez. Yeah. I did. Future investment. Yeah, it worked. It worked yeah. because then, because then even, especially from the clothing side, there's people that they might not have seen the product before. It sucked. Cause I don't have an actual like physical store. We're all e-commerce, but mm-hmm. you know, they may not have touched the product. They may have not seen it before. We're kind of getting out of the new brand phase. And now it's like, um just getting a little bit more seasoned now and it's like it gives them that first opportunity even though it was a free t-shirt and it's it's still great it's great quality and everything um but it allows them to kind of get in within it without having to purchase something in the in the front they might purchase later they're like oh yeah i got the free shirt from you know 2020 i might grab something else when they actually release something whatever it is um i just haven't figured that out yet but then did the second round of free shirts. And then in my mind, I'm like, you know what? Let's do it again. You know, I'm already gearing up to do another one. Um, I'll probably slow down a little bit after that. But um, <laughs> it's just it's just dope seeing people come together over where it's just a t-shirt. But being able to see people come together from it, I, my goal is, you know, to see it when I'm like 60 or something. And, you know, one of my... I don't know, kid or grandkid. They're like, "Hey, hey, dad, did didn't did you do this?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> I did do that." You know, it's on yeah. eBay or something like that. Or you know, they see some kid in school who has like one of my shirts on from thirty years ago. You know, I'm probably re- retired and 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 living on a on a ranch somewhere in Colorado. But you know, I'm like, "Yeah, I did that." You know, those those yeah. the days sitting sitting in the studio with the floating head from my dark couch <laughs> my stream lights so just how yeah goes. dude yeah for sure you mentioned something the mr beast talked about about that when he was on i forgot what podcast he was on but he was saying like you take like a couple risks and then they work he's like you don't keep going until it's dead you like try to find the new one before yeah. the old one is dead because that's how you stay ahead of stuff um so also remind me afterwards i have um an idea or two for you of, for things that we'll talk that we can talk about off offline yeah um but okay so you started first how did you come up with the name d17 so the d is just from my last name is dig so that's just mm-hmm. where the d came from um and the 17 was my number when i played sports in high school Mm. Um, I played a lot of lacrosse in high school, um, actually later on in like my high school career, like, um, a lot of my friends, you know, they played JV, you know, freshman and stuff like that. I literally pulled up junior year. Mm-hmm. I didn't have, I didn't have cleats just, just showed up. I mean, I naturally was like already athletic, mm-hmm. um, just pulled up and made the team. And that was the number that I ended up getting um, because originally I wanted to get 18 because there was another um, African-American lacrosse player at Johns Hopkins University. Um, Mm -hmm. His name was Kyle Harrison. He was 18. And I was like, 
yeah, I'm going to be this guy. I'm going to be this guy. You know, I'm going to get 18 and be like him. And I ended up getting 17, which, you know, kind of is what it is. But um, I also used to have like a freelance kind of like design studio um, for about four years. And it was called D17 Productions. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember all the time when people would ask me, because I started the design studio and the clothing around the same like time frame. Anytime I see somebody like at the bar or, you know, just hanging out, it's like, oh, how's D17? How's D17? I'm like, are you talking about my design stuff or the clothes? You know, trying yeah. to navigate the name. Then I ended up like stopped doing the freelance stuff and just kept the name because it was cool. It didn't have like a name to it. It was just a letter and two numbers, which yeah. was kind of like mysterious to me in a way. Um and then also like the 17 represented just the community that I came from. Like we were always talking about, you know, family and knowing where home is and how sports really just kind of centered who I am as a person um, back in high school. So being able to kind of tie that all into one thing is where the brand really came from, because originally I was trying to be like a, you know, streetwear hype beast type of brand when I first started um and then that's when you really try to figure out like your brand identity and what it really means and um I had a friend and I always tell this story so shout out to Marley if she, if she listens to this episode which I've said in multiple times um I did a t-shirt way probably 2016 beginning of 17 and you know gave them out to my friends people bought it xyz and she played soccer and, and she took the shirt and she wore it to the gym. She was like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest, you know, gym shirt I ever had. And I was like, wait a minute, it's not a gym shirt. It's supposed to be like cool, you know, high fashion-y stuff. She thought it was like an athletic wear, athletic wear um, shirt. So that's when what I What was the material? Of, it was just cotton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> so maybe it just, I mean, at the time I didn't, I didn't know what I was doing. It was nice. Yeah, yeah. It was nice to like work out in and stuff, but um, yeah, it was just like a regular old cotton t-shirt. Now, now I have like blends and stuff like that, Colin, polyester, all that stuff. But back then it was just a regular old cotton t-shirt. And I don't know if she was just like hyping me up because I just started the business and she's just, you know, she's a good friend of mine, but she was like, oh, this is a great like shirt to go to the gym in. And I'm like, why did you do that? That's not what it is meant for. Um, and I was trying to think back to, you know, people knew me as an athlete. They knew me through sports. They knew me through athletics. They knew me through, um, because I, I mean, I work in sports now. So I've always been in that realm. And that's where it kind of took it, I'd say, probably right before COVID, like 2019, beginning of 2020, um, is when we started to enter the soccer space um, with Columbia FC, um, mm -hmm. doing like the like Maryland majors, um, EPSL stuff like that. We do a lot of just sports sponsorships um, with a lot of the teams, whether it's you know for jerseys or you know website sponsors and being able to just provide that back to the space, um, which eventually led to like World Cup pop up, you know, talking to A and M pickup stuff like that. Um, and really just bringing the community that I've kind of been building into just this one kind of like universe in a way is mm -hmm. what it's becoming, um, which is awesome. Being able to see it from a soccer space, 
Um, we've done stuff just like helping women of color and developing their business communities. We've done stuff um, miraculously in pickleball, which is like the thing that everybody loves now. And I love it too. Yeah. Um, especially also in the running space too, because we have a run club. Um, it's probably about 150, 200 of us, which is great. And being able to, you know, tie things back. We have people from Columbia FC that come out running with us um, and being able to just build that community aspect um, through sports and, and creating opportunity. Cause like I said, I, you know, I think I could have had a really long prosperous lacrosse career, but I literally did not pick it up until my junior year. So I really had like one year to get it under my belt. Um, mm-hmm. And even I played golf too um, all through high school and I just picked it up freshman year. It wasn't like, you know, I grew up playing X, Y, Z. I literally got a, some clubs from Dick's and showed up the try showed up the tryouts and made it because I played <laughs> basketball for a long time um as well. But you know, I, I didn't grow to be six four. You know, I kind of stopped at five eleven, six foot. And you know, I'm not dunking over anybody. So that kind of died. So <laughs> but um you know being able still to keep athletics in the center of my life even now. Like I even played in a soccer league. Now I never played a day in my life went out and played in, a, in an adult rec league with the homies. We actually won the championship, which was great in our, in our pool. I, I played up top, you know, I, I felt like I was just, you know, doing my greatest Mbappe impressions and sadly missing everything. But, you know, I felt like I was, I had the hair long, like I have now, you know, everybody's thinking I'm like this crazy Academy kid. I'm like, nah, they asked me the back line. They're like, how long you guys been playing for? I'm like, I said, three weeks <laughs> you know I'm, I'm dying after like three runs but um you know it's just fun i love playing sports i was just telling my sister earlier i think i'm just gonna every year play something different i played kickball one summer played basketball one summer we did soccer i, I might play volleyball i don't know volleyball is fun man softball whatever whatever i can do to just get back with my friends because a lot of my friends are my teammates from high school and like when i did intramural stuff in college so hey i i'm just a guy that likes sports and i like design yeah fair enough you mentioned something like everyone's coming together in that universe yeah i've started to feel that way as well like there's a lot of people with like small businesses or side hustles that are in like, whether it's kind of your area or Northern Virginia mm-hmm. that I didn't really know what I expected in terms of like, if people were going to try to help each other or be competitive or whatever, but everyone no. seems to be like, everyone is want, like is trying to help each other and share each other stuff and like, like put each other on for different things. And even, even people that are in like the same like that would be considered like direct competitors. People are still mm-hmm. like trying to help each other. And that's been really cool. Cause I think people have realized like there's enough for everybody to go around. Like people respect yeah. the people that are grinding for different things. Like you it, sell, it you sell clothes. I sell clothes. You sell more clothes than me, but like I share your stuff. You've shared my stuff. Like, so it's really cool to kind of be in that environment almost like at the pop-up, like everybody is like sharing each other's stuff and like, we're like, look at this cool thing that we're trying to build together as like yeah. a 
it was and half of like i didn't know anybody really and everyone was like yeah yeah come on in like it was really cool to be a part of that yeah it was great and i knew when i came in so i had my columbia fc um kit on Mm -hmm. when i came in and i and i always seen um columbia play maryland bobcats all the time Mm -hmm. i saw them i was like oh they're gonna get on me because i have my columbia stuff one i and i and i'm really good friends with the coach um carlos and i thought he was going to be there and he's a real just energetic guy so i thought he'd come in there just screaming his stuff on and some of the players but um sadly i missed him but um i forgot who it was but someone came up to me like oh like oh like what kid are you wearing i was like Oh wow, yeah, this is you know Columbia FC, you know this is the Maryland Majors one, you know I got the I got the badge on the sleeve and everything, and they're like, well, that's so cool. And they're like, I think we played you guys before. And I was like, I think we did, you know, you know, no crazy rivalry or like we're just gonna start throwing, you know, our our beer special pitchers at each other. But um, it was just cool even to connect with them, even the players, um, even like the Annapolis Blues, like seeing what they're doing, and then it's yeah. like, okay, well you know, how can we connect? Like, what can I do for them? You know, really just like you said, collaborating because it could be, you know, this person sells t-shirts, this person sells t-shirts. And even if one sells more, I always tell myself like people can buy two t-shirts, you know, yeah. I feel like sometimes in our like business minds, we, we think that people have to be like extreme brand loyalists. Like they're like, I'm not wearing no other t-shirt other than, you know, D17, which I wish they do, you know, that's awesome and all, but then it's like, how can I also get back to what makes people feel good? Like if they do like two brands, sometimes we might be from the same area. We might be from the same sport or or whatever, but, you know, even if, if it's a way to bring in new audiences, cause that's always my goal is just like, what new audience can I reach out to or can I connect with? Because mm-hmm. You just never know. It's so many people that you meet, you know, that come from different backgrounds, male or female, different colors, different races. It's like you would have never thought they'd be interested in this little idea that I had coming out of college. And now it's like this huge thing that it's like become bigger than me at this point, which is crazy for me to say, um, even though I'm just like a, you know, one to two man operation shout out to my friends that be taking orders to ups for me but um you know it's just cool to see people come together see people kind of get with the message too whether mainly like with our running stuff like it's so many people like oh i'm gonna get into running i'm like yeah let me show you the way i wasn't a runner at first Mm -hmm. and then now it's like here's some of the resources that i've used i'm not trying to like gatekeep you know, everything, like, I'm not telling you what shoes I got or where I got my shoes or who I run with. I'm like, no, come out. You know, my thing is just like, if you show up, you can do it. You know, don't keep telling me you're going to show up and you don't. Um, cause I'm, yeah, cause I'm out there too. Like that's it's the my, worst. Yeah. It, it's always, it's always the participation thing, but I'm not mad. I'm not mad at it, but I'm out there too. Like if I can go make all the stuff, put all together X, Y, Z, and I'm out there too running and getting my miles in, um, I think people actually take a real appreciation to that. They're like, oh, well, you know, he's out there doing it too. I'm not just trying to, you know, take pictures and be like, hey, we have running stuff. And then I'm not actually running. Like, no, I have all my accounts and badges. Yeah. And I wish I had my little fanny pack with the, uh, you know, little straw and I have mine and everything. I fill it up with body armor every time I go 
running with the group. So it's always, it's always a great time. And I'm, I'm out there struggling too, especially when it starts getting warm. Um, I'm out there sweating and shirt changing color and everything. But like I said, playing soccer too, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I didn't, I didn't even know what a run was. They had me playing up top solo one, one, one up top. And I was like, you know, they're like, just go get it. You know, offsides, offsides, offsides. I'm like, I'm going to get this thing down. Once I got it down, it was straight. Then I had to figure out the whole second part, which is actually shooting. And yeah, uh, you know, my one friend, he played soccer like his whole life, you know, all county mm-hmm. and everything. Then I learned this great thing about I have to lean over the ball when I shoot. Don't man, lean back. Man, I, I won't go to the moon. <laughs> oh, yeah. I caught one. I caught this one girl. Sorry to her, but I exposed <clears throat> her. So I, I, they couldn't catch me. I caught her off of like my friend. He sent me this beautiful through ball it was literally textbook and it just caught it and she played it up and i took off <clears throat> wide open i had about 10 yards of space between her myself and the goal and then literally and we hadn't scored all season this is only like game three we hadn't scored yet and i wound up so hard to let that ball go because usually I'll get too close to the goalie and they'll catch me or they'll come out, they'll come out the cage. I set that thing like a missile and it looked like it was on par and it just went over the goal into the parking lot. And then I can just hear my friend. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, you gotta lean over it. And I'm like, (laughs) I don't know what that means. So, (laughs) you know, it happens, but you know, I might, I might get back out on the pitch again. I still got the boots actually sitting over there. I had like the New Balance, to like the pink ones. So yeah, there you go. You know, I might, I might lace them back up, and I just got to feel at least one goal. I probably had about twenty shots in the season. You know, a lot of just pipes <laughs> and deflections, but I got to get one feeling just so I can just swoosh in the corner for a, a, yeah. a adult rec league game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got it. You got to. You I got, you I can't you can't it. retire until you score. That's the no plan. Shot. I'll yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it till until my knees don't work. It's not the same as lacrosse, but like yeah, you yeah. Know, I just gotta I just gotta do it. Once my if my friend plays with me again, it stands me more through balls. Now that now that I know how to not be offsides, and I can actually lean over it and and actually take a touch versus just like one tap boom like FIFA just holding circle and just send it to the top rack, but. <laughs> We'll see. We'll we'll see next time. Maybe maybe oh next fall God. we'll we'll get it done. That's why. So how did you end up in the soccer world if you didn't play growing up at all? So I had a bunch of friends that actually played um, just back in the day, like back in high school, and they played sack or they played like in um you know high school or they ended up playing at the college level club or even like NCAA or 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 JUCO. Um, and I've always just loved like the soccer aesthetic, especially from like the design aspect, it's always like very sleek, very clean, very iconic, like pieces, whether it comes to the kits or the boots or being able to look back um, on a lot of moments or, or a lot of other brands are like taking inspiration. Cause like everywhere I go, especially as we get closer to 2026, like everything's got 94 world cup stuff on it you know it, shoot i even have a 94 world cup hat like right next to me and um you know always being able to see before i was like where's this all coming from x y and z but um i really didn't get into soccer until i think it was the 2014 world cup because i didn't really understand it at first 
But the first game that I ever sat down, I was like, I'm going to watch this was um, I believe it was Brazil, Germany. When Brazil oh, put up like seven. Or, yeah. And I was yeah, like, yeah. man, I was like, this, this game is sick. I never sat down and watched it, you know, cause my friends played, but I didn't know what was going on. And then um, sadly, I don't know why I didn't play as a kid. You definitely, that's the first sport. Your parents yeah. put you in. It's like, let's go play soccer. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. once I did that and then, um with d17 so carlos and i we went to the same high school not the same like year but same alma mater and actually one of his players at the time um i had class with him when we were in high school so that's how i kind of saw the team um and i was like whoa it's columbia fc i was like this is crazy it's like grew up there it's just dope it's like a, a team that's i can resonate with and and actually have like a hometown to cheer for because like I always knew DC United and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, or like Baltimore Blast um for indoor. But I was like, yeah, this seems cool. And then the more that I sat down with Columbia, the more I sat down with other orgs, um, you kind of just like fall in love with it. And I'm like, wow, you know, I like sitting down watching just random CONCACAF games on you know, YouTube TV. Yeah. I'm just sitting up watching just random stuff, especially I'm around COVID. I'm like, I don't even know who these teams are, but I can sit here and watch this. And then, um, you know, watch the World Cup in 2018. Then it's like, okay, now I'm starting to learn. Like, I always knew the stars and everything, stuff like that. But then it's like, okay, let's really learn the countries, the clubs. And I'm like, all right, I think I really like this. And then here we are. I'm just obsessed with it. And all my friends play FIFA. I never played FIFA until like last year. So I think that was like their thing because they get on and, you know, they start naming players off, you know, just off the name. They're like, oh, I just got, oh, gold card Modric. I'm like, who is that? I'm like, you know, I'm like, how do they know all these guys? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I got, you know, Hakimi on the back line, Mbappe up front. You know, I got, a, uh, you know, this Messi, this R9. I'm like, how are they naming these guys? So, you know, one that shows just the global, um, you know, recognition that you can just go by one name type of thing. Um, and then once I just got more and more around it, um, the more I just kind of fell in love with it, you know, here we are and I'm still in love with it still. Yeah. We got another convert guys. We got another convert soccer worlds. We got one. Yeah. I I told Mike, um, when I was on his show, I gotta, I gotta find a team to stick with because, um, I don't have one other than like, okay, I'll go to a DC United game, but I was a PSG fan. I was I liked Mbappe out of 2018 mm-hmm. and then like PSG just went Hollywood, you know, and they just yeah. got everybody and they got the Jordan deal and all that stuff. And I was like, ah, I don't know if I want to be a PSG fan no more. And I, and I really was following the men's national team and I really mm-hmm. liked Jordan Pfaw cause he's from mm-hmm. DC and everything. Yeah. And um, I was like, yeah, he's on union Berlin. But I was like, yeah, yeah. if he leaves, I got to find a new team. <laughs> no, no, well you don't him, but... you don't have to you could still like the team i was gonna ask you if you've uh watched the bundesliga before because dortmund dortmund is my squad yeah and before before pulisic everyone thinks it's because of him but it was before him um well the thing i put up before because royce but yeah he's been there for like 12 years now so mm. um but the bundesliga is super fun to watch the fans are like the fans in england are are nuts but the fans in Germany are like ten times. It's just different. No, nah, no, nah, they're not even as nuts. It's like a. It's just different. They're they're different. Like yeah. there's more. 
there's more of a positive feel at the stadiums. I mm-hmm. feel like like the atmosphere is still crazy, but like at at the English games, you can see them. They're like yelling at people, like "You suck," blah blah blah. But like, so it's <laughs> like there's got that negative like connotation to it. Yeah, and Germany is more more of a positive feeling. I think at least that's the vibe I vibe I get. I'm sure somebody will put in the comments that I'm in it, like that I'm stupid, but. I'm ready. Um, I need to experience it. That's that's on my bucket list at some point. It's like yeah. go to Europe and experience a game or just like I just have to feel the roar of just yeah. like when a goal goes and, in. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to be in there with like 80,000 people and I'm just this little speck of a guy on TV. Just yeah. to, I don't even care who it is. So I just want to be able to just write off my bucket list like yeah, I saw you know, I saw a Man City game. You know, yeah. One of my teammates from um from Fredericksburg Fire, the arena team, he's in mm-hmm. Europe right now, and he's gone to four games when he's been. He's in England, so he went to he saw Manchester United play at Old Trafford. Mm-hmm. He saw Brentford play at wherever their place is, and he saw Fulham play at Craven Cottage. He's just mm-hmm. like they're going to a game like every day. I was like, mm, that's the way to do it. <laughs> that's the goal. My my new official, I think it was like end of last year um my goal is to really like pick a team that's on mm-hmm. fifa and like sponsor them so i can like get d17 in the game so that's like that'd be what i'm trying to get but i've been trying to research like every league and like mm-hmm. look up every team like it sucks because most of them um are in europe or uh, you know just like the time zones just like really off because like i can't sit up until you know, midnight trying to like go back and forth to talk like sponsorship deals. And then it's also like, I don't want to piss off like Nike or D. <laughs> or hey, hey, nothing, nothing against you. They don't care about you. <laughs> hey, that's the, then that's the risk that I'm willing to take. I'll they t- don't care. I'll take, like I'll take that risk. They've got the whole world cup. They don't yeah. need, they don't like, I don't know you go to like the Japanese league and get one team. They're like, all right, you can, you can have that one. It's go get NES's team or something like that. Yeah, that's wild. So is that is that what's next for for D seventeen? You're gonna try and get more soccer teams and more other stuff. Like, give me like a for you personally, and then like for the brand itself, like a yeah. three to three to five years. Like, if everything goes great, what are you looking yeah. at? I definitely say um, I know right now we're looking to like develop a sneaker, whether it's with like a Nike or Adidas or you know, whatever brand feels inclined to collaborate with us. Um, I definitely coming from a six, I really want to get into the sneaker realm. Um, just being able to, whether it's a lifestyle or like an actual collaboration, let's say it's a boot for a player or something like that, mm-hmm. um, to be showcased on a bigger stage. Um, I know right now and looking into, I know next year as well. And even like three years out from now, um, we're getting into like the NIL, like name, image, likeness stuff with college athletes, which is great. Um, right now, a lot of like local athletes, University of Maryland, Towson, Loyola, Goucher, uh, schools, you know, within, I guess you could say from PA to Virginia, um, working with them, if they're trying to do anything within sports, um, I'm at the point now where it's like helping the kids as well. Like if they want to get into sports and I even tell them, if my company is not the one that necessarily fits what you're looking for, I'm happy to help like mentor or 
get you in a position to where you want to go because of my connection that I have with mm-hmm. ASICs. Like I know agents, I know, you know, agencies that I'm like, okay, well maybe you can connect with this person or you can connect with this person or you can come stick around with me for like three months and we can do some cool stuff together um, just to get that exposure, whether it's creating content or, you know, taking pictures or even, you know, I, I had one kid, I was like, just come sit in on a meeting with me. You can hear what they're talking about because I wish I had that coming up like in my business journey. Yeah, that's so important. Yeah. Just being able just to just expose them to something different, just information wise, because like I said, I'm not Nike, I'm not Adidas, but um, being able to just hear what those even low level conversations are at the grassroots level. And I know definitely like more in the soccer space, like I'd love to get into FIFA. That'd be sick. Um, but that's like a pipe dream for now. Cause they're probably already making FIFA 24. So I'd have to shoot for 25 now. Well, they don't have FIFA 24 cause they lost the rights to it. Oh yeah, they or did. They, or they chose to not renew. Oh, I don't they remember did. which one it is, but the game will uh, still be the same. Probably. But... I'll go to, I'll go to Pez. <laughs> 2K, um, 2K might get it. Yeah. But EA will still make a game. It'll be like, EA Sports FC or something like that. Yeah. We'll Anyways, see, we'll, let's keep going. We'll see. We'll see what whatever they want to do. And then eventually, um, I'd really love to like either outfit a team, whether it is maybe like a bigger club that, you know, you see on TV and stuff like that. Um, and really work with a lot more athletes because they're also coming up. There's athletes that I've met that are coming up within their you know, careers that they're looking for these sponsorships or looking for a business to partner with that can really help them within their communities as well. Um, and we've been doing it really with the 17 within right now, a little bit more with the running and with soccer too, because right now we sponsor four teams um, in the DMV, which is great. Um, soon to be five, which will be awesome. Um, and I'd love to be able to get into the kit development, but just not, just not there yet right now. So right. A lot of the sponsorships are either just monetary or, in kind like i can help you know with practice kits i can help design the kit we just can't actually cut and so put it together yeah Yeah, but it it can help whether they're looking for an issue um if they're just looking for you know somebody to take photos i'm like okay i have a guy that can come out and shoot this for you you know i just want the collaboration post and x y and z um to just help athletics keep growing especially with that exposure in you know the maryland virginia area and as well, like I said, I really just want to sneak her badly, but <laughs> but we'll get there. But I've already had this whole thing, like working with nonprofits and stuff like that. Um, you know, whether it is like kids to, like I said, if they're interested in marketing or design and stuff, um, I always tell people like, I like to show them this is what not an end goal looks like, but this is a route that you can take necessarily. Um, you know, you don't have to think your ideas are just stuck on a computer or in a sketchbook, because that's where all mine were on the computer in the sketchbook. I didn't realize I could turn it tangibly, mixing, you know, my three loves of athletic design and community into what is now what the kids call a brand. But um, being able to, I know in five years, just a bigger operation as well. Uh, We're currently moving to like a warehouse space, but it's pretty tiny. I love something a lot bigger um, to just be able to create content, um, do our fulfillment xyz have people come by i'd love to have like a turf in it or something like that um to like really work with athletes whether they want to do training there or just like test out product i can really get more of an idea versus when it's already out there um and more of like the sampling and testing phase usually it's just me so i'm yeah. like you know i can't just take my opinion like two of my friends i can definitely get more 
um, insight and stuff like that. If I had an actual facility to do it in, um, and I think like a super big picture thing, I'd love to host like my own classic or something, you know, out here. That would be mm. great. You know, have the kids come out, have like the high schools come out, have these two like powerhouse teams. We don't have to necessarily make anything for them, but just like having a place for them to do it. Um, you know, like the, like the Marhunt open, you know, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. I'd love to have something, whether it is televised or not, um, just a way to like raise money for a charity or, you know, getting product out. You know, like I said, the kids can meet players you know, like, you never know what those experience can do for somebody. Um, you, no matter what the level is, like a kid can meet that. They talk about that. You know, they could be playing in the world cup one day and you're like, yeah, I went to the, you know, D17 El Clasico and I met this guy and he was cool. And, you know, I met the owner, you know, I'm there. And I might take a PK for the game or something, <laughs> but you know, something like that, just as long as it's fun. And I always care about like, you know, the kids and what the next generation can do. Cause eventually, you know, I ain't going to be here forever. So yeah. whatever comes after me or what after my lineage of businesses that came after I did, um, I'm hoping I can be some type of inspiration for them too. Sorry if I just ranted. <laughs> no, no, no. That's great. That's good stuff. Well, I was, uh, well, Got one more, one more question for you. If you have one piece of advice for a younger, let's say a 16, 17 year old, you, what did you wish that you knew then? I wish TikTok existed when I was 16. Cause I would be like, yo, just get on it. Just do something. Or I would definitely say find the passions that like really interest me more at the time. Um, and if I'm trying something new, stay consistent with it. Cause there was a lot of times that I'm like, mm, I could try this if I didn't, you know, I could try this if I didn't, but it really, if I stayed true to it, I really could have took it somewhere a lot different. Um, I'll even say it like, you know, Twitch, like people get on, they play games and stuff on yeah. it. So I had a Twitch back in like 2014. Like I had it when it first came out on PlayStation three. Or, or when PlayStation 4 first came out, I had it. You know, I would get on and I'd stream. And that's back when Twitch had, like, no one on it. You know, it just was there. And then now it's, like, this huge thing. You see all these streamers and X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, you know, I, that could have been me if I didn't stop it for, like, three years and then tried to get back on it when the wave already went away. Um, So definitely on the consistency part and then definitely the passion part because... Um, a lot of things that I think have happened, at least for me personally, were always passion projects that grew into something else. So like my career now, you know, I had a passion for sports, I had a passion for marketing and design. And now I can, I can say, even when I was at ASICS where, you know, my job now, it's like, I, f I feel like I'm where I need to be and work a lot of times. It doesn't feel like work you know when i was at a6 it's cool meeting with pro athletes it's cool looking at sneakers and shoes all day it's like you know i'm getting paid to do what i would do if i was sitting at home on my phone you know looking at sneaker stuff now it's like i can take that information and like you said monetize or create a product from it and even like with d17 it's like i don't mind doing the dirty work whether it's doing the research or trying to design something or trying to learn something new it doesn't 
it doesn't phase me. It almost is like I could stay up till four in the morning designing, you know, writing in my journal, X, Y, Z, this is what I'm thinking, this is what I'm thinking. If I did a shoe, this is what it would look like. If I did a marketing campaign, this is what it would look like. It's not, it's not work to me, you know, even if yeah. it is, I'm tired or, you know, I'm hungry. I didn't eat. I can sit there and do that um, because I feel like, especially when kids are younger, they either they go down a path that they don't really want to go to. It's like, oh, I could, you know, I really want to be an artist, but, I, you know, I might do something that they don't really enjoy that much mm -hmm. um, or they might, you know, lose their passions to, you know, study something else or X, Y, Z, like don't lose those things. Even if you're in like undergrad, you know, go to the anime club, you know, even if you're a business major or a psych major or a bio major, go to the anime club, go to a comedy open mic night, go to jiu-jitsu club or something like that. Like it doesn't have to stop where you are. Yeah. Um, like I said, I was, I was playing volleyball in college for all four years. You know, I never played with the same thing as soccer. I never did that day in my life, but it was just something that exposed me to something different or even like sitting with someone else at the dining hall or sitting with someone else at lunch. And I've even told, um, this organization called the B organization in Baltimore that helps kids with like education and like STEM technology. And I told them, I was like, wherever you're sitting at right now, like look to your left and look to your right. You know, you don't gotta be friends for life, you know, shake somebody's hand, get someone's Instagram be like, what do you do? Oh, you're a photographer. Well, she's a rapper and he does marketing. Why don't you all link together? You know, you take her pictures, you do her marketing. She makes sounds for you, for your Instagram videos. You know, you can always build that little bit community and you never know who you're going to bump into. Cause that happened to me uh, when I was 17. Cause I had a friend, he was a rapper. Mm -hmm. He was a marketing major. I was a design major. If we, and we worked for the school system together back at house and we were um, RAs in the dorm and, you know, if my boss didn't tell me, he was like, you, know, you should go talk to this guy. You should go talk to Kasim and, you know, see what he says and just link up with them. And we did. And we did beautiful things all through campus, all around like D.C. and Baltimore. And it's like you never would have thought that we would link together. And he's the one he's like, yo, there's this marketing club on campus. Let's you just come. It's free. Just show up and they teach you marketing they literally just teach you marketing and there's no grade to it there's no commitment you just show up tuesdays things like tuesdays at four four to six and just yeah. learn marketing so i was sitting in there learning it xyz and then we eventually we had a um a guest come to the to the um like speaker they came from under armor and they're like yeah you know this is where we you know meet the kids and stuff like that and xyz and they even had kevin plank one time um come out and, and just speak to us and i'm like oh they know i'm not a marketing guy i'm a designer but you know i played it off i'm like yeah you know marketing guy xyz and all this stuff so you gotta you know you gotta take the opportunity when it's in front of you um and and just and just take advantage of it just keep exposing yourself to new stuff like every day i even do it now i went to barnes and nobles and bought nine books i don't even read like that i don't even remember the last time i read a book but I bought the book so I could sit down, learn something new, take some notes and everything, and just go from there. Now, I definitely ate a little bit with the budget, with the book, with the books, 
that bought that, you know, the, the pile is getting a little dusty, but you know, I did it. I have to keep exposing myself to new things or I'm just going to remain stagnant, which yeah. I'm glad I did it when I was seven, 16, 17. But there were times that I was like, well, you know, I don't think I could really start a clothing brand. I don't think I really could do this. Cause I didn't even start D 17 literally until I think I graduated like four days later, like literally from undergrad, I just was sitting in my apartment with my roommate. And I was like, yo, I think I'm going to start a clothing brand. And he was like, yeah, do it. Like he encouraged me to do it, but I wish I had that idea when I was coming in, I had four years to really make a lot of mistakes mm. and then jump into it when the real world came. So by the time I got to the like real world, I had to get a job. I had to pay off student loans. I had to get a car, you know, I had to pay rent, stuff like that. So it was kind of hard to fund the passion versus like, let me figure out what that is. And I could have defined it earlier um, to really turn it into something. Even if it doesn't like it is what it is. Like I'm not yeah. going to go over and, you know, talk down to myself if D17 doesn't go to where I want it to go. You know, even if it doesn't, I can look back when I'm like 50 and be like, Hey, I tried it. You know, I at least did it. I don't have a regret about where it went. Um, Cause that's now from 16 to me to now like 56 me. Yeah. You know, I can say like, I did it. You know, I did it. It is what it is. I might still wear the hoodies if they're still intact. They probably will be. And I'm 56 and then uh, go from there. That's, you know, what's wild is everyone who's done something similar to you, whether it's like music stuff or photographers or whoever, they all say basically the same thing, which is like, I wish I had started a little bit earlier and Mm -hmm. I wish I had exposed myself to a few more things. And then it was more work than I thought it was going to be, but it doesn't feel like work now. That's like the three things. And so like to the point I made earlier about boiling everything down to like that, Mm -hmm. all everyone has said basically the same things. So it it happens because usually one thing that I've, I've kind of picked up with D17, just like talking to people and stuff like that, that it's always like, oh, I didn't know, or, oh, I've never heard of this before. Like, even when it was starting the business, I didn't, I didn't know how to like print the stuff. I didn't know how to do a whole bunch of things. But if I had known somebody that kind of did it, then I'd have an idea. So I was, so now I'm at the point, like, what opportunities and things can I do outside of just making t-shirts and hoodies and stuff? Can I expose people to some facet of the business, whether it's the photography, the marketing, actually starting a business, actually getting trademarks, getting an LLC, how to do all that stuff. Cause I didn't know, you know, I'm, I'm one tax jar and Google like everybody else trying to figure it out and then it's like how can I not saying I'm taking the brunt on my on myself but even like the running stuff I, mean, I still get people today they're like oh I want to get into running but I hate it and I'm like you're gonna have to do it at some point because yeah it's we're gonna get old like you can't you can't go benching 260 when you're older like you're gonna have to change the way that you exercised. I was just telling my friend, we're talking, we played lacrosse together 
And now we're talking about running and we're not even talking about weightlifting. We're talking about, you know, building core, building your back, um, yeah. focusing on like increasing your flexibility and range of motion, because that's stuff that's going to sustain you a lot longer than blowing my knees out, trying to squat 350, you know, every weekend, which is dope though. I think it's sick, you know, to push yeah, that yeah. much weight. I never could, but eventually I'm not going to be able to do that anymore. And when I go running, especially these races, you know, I'm still in my twenties, but it's guys 50, 60 burning the brakes off of me. And I feel bad because, you know, they're like, Oh, keep up young fella. I'm like, how are these guys? You know, the worst. How are these? Yeah. That's the worst. But that's, that's kind of like what I've learned now, what I'm calling like the life cycle. Like, you know, you play sports X, Y, Z, when you're a kid, high school, you might define it, you know, whether your specific area it could be soccer, football, basketball, field hockey, volleyball, X, Y, Z. You kind of keep it going. And then it kind of like goes down because either just life happens, you know, you don't have the time. Like I used to play golf. I still do. I don't have the time to go to the range four hours a day like I did before and then go work out X, Y, and Z. But I can get a run in anytime. You know, I can take yeah. 30 minutes to go run or take 30 minutes to stretch or do yoga or some type of like Pilates or something um, to keep myself still physically strong um, versus just like 16 year old me would have been like, Oh, if I'm not doing Olympic lifts every day and squatting and deadlifting and benching, then eventually, you know, when you get to those eight or, or later ages, you're like, and my knees are killing me. My back is killing me. You know, yeah, I've been man. doing it wrong the whole time, which, you know, it just happens. But um, like I said before, being able just to expose yourself to that stuff earlier on, um, like you said, whether it is a photographer or something like I'll tell a kid, I met a kid um, on Instagram when I was doing one of the free releases. I think he's like 19. And um, he's, like, oh, I've been trying to shoot sports photography. You know, I do that for work. So I'm not a photographer, but I'm I do creative direction for like um, like sports teams and stuff like that. And I'm like, Hey, I'm doing a release in March. You want to come shoot with me? He's like, Oh, that'd be so cool. You know, it kind of gave him the opportunity to think like I can do something with this camera. And then it's like, all right, well, you can come with me and we can do this together. I mean, you'll get paid and stuff like that, but it gave him an opportunity earlier versus him trying to do it later. Or, um, I also just linked up with this young lady. She plays volleyball and she's been looking for an internship. And I'm like, well, I definitely would love to help you because eventually if she can't find one, she's going to be like, oh, maybe this ain't for me. Or, you know, just she'll go somewhere else and kind of change what she wanted to do versus what she needs to do. Um, you know, that kind of disconnect is there. Or even if it is Columbia FC, um, we were doing the sponsorships early on. It's like, I've learned over time, like a lot of these, it's not a lot of the organizations, but there is times that the org can't sustain or it can't do stuff unless it has the sponsorships. So they need the sponsorships in order for the organization to one thrive and two keep going. Cause the more years are around, the more players they'll get, the more feeder it'll be. And like, if I didn't know about all that stuff, so shout out to Carlos. Cause he was like teaching me yeah. as I was sponsoring him all like you know this is this is the way of the business this is the way you know the sport or any you know sponsorship goes this is how you know organizations need help 
or they're just looking to expand because they're like, okay, we need to get six sponsors because we want to get a field now. You know, the two are great for kits and training and uh, cup fees, but now we're trying to get a field. We got to get a field sponsor. You got to get a food sponsor. You got to get a stadium sponsor, you know, building that out. But um, I didn't know that. So still even I'm getting exposed to new stuff um, day to day. But if, if someone can do that for me, I can do that for somebody else, whether older or younger. It, it, you know, wherever it is in their journey, I can, if I can kind of play that role, yeah. um, it's just what really is passionate for me. If it, like I said, if it's a business, photography or music, it could be, shoot, it could be accounting. I just learned how to do Excel. So, <laughs> you know, it, it's, everybody knows something that you didn't know. And now I'm at the point where. Yes, that's a huge, I say that all the time. Everybody knows yeah, something that you don't know. They, they know something and you got to not, and, and that's definitely back to 16 year old me. He was a little wiener back in the day. You're not the smartest guy in the room all the time. You got to realize there's someone that knows something, like you said, that you don't know. And it's a skill that can definitely really help. Or it can really like transform everything. Cause like I said, yeah. I didn't know marketing before, but now I've been in marketing now almost, I'll be almost 10 years in marketing, you know, in a, in a couple years. But if I had never said, okay, let me listen to my friend who's a marketer and really learn. Cause I, you know, I thought, you know, I could create something and everyone's going to love it, but I don't know how to market it. And then it's like, if I never took that risk, exposed myself to that, realm i wouldn't even be here today so you know it's just information education at this point and making it more accessible whether it is with sports um business design technology shoot shout out to tiktok because i get a lot of stuff off of there i'm just like what some of these people i don't know what the heck they be coming up with other than like the dancing videos even the dancing videos i'm like shoot if you know if I really like dancing where well, I could have did that and been on Fortnite or something like that. But, you know, even if it is just information that life or business, I'm like, man, I never would have thought of that. I, I literally get on TikTok at least like an hour a day just to see something. It could be someone, something's wearing. I'm like, I never thought I could put lime green with brown, you know, something yeah. like that. Or like running, people are talking about their running issues. They're talking about their sports issues and how can I solve those problems? Um, it's just associated with the logo. Yeah, that's another <laughs> thing that a lot of people who are in the like the social media space, when they talk about consuming content, is it's not like mindless scrolling. It's like paying attention to like, and I do the same thing when I scroll through when I'm doing like when I'm making content for the soccer channel. Mm. It's like okay, what are what kind of drills are people doing? How can I tweak this drill? Why is he doing that drill that way? Like that's how I'm scrolling for. And it's yeah. super interesting to see that because I'll talk to other friends who are not in that at all. And they're just like, dude, I just wasted an hour scrolling through Instagram reels or whatever. And I'm like, huh. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of like knowing what to look for, knowing what not to look for. Mm-hmm. Like, because I also used to just scroll with, for no reason other than to like kill time or whatever. But now yeah. I've been, I'm sure you know this too when you've got a job and a side hustle or when your job is like, I don't know if you're full-time or not, but like it, it starts to, 
you start to not have time to waste on social media. So then when you're on social yeah. media, you st- you have to like look for specific things like, okay, people are starting their reels by going this, this thing. And then the text pops up or like people yeah. are doing it that way. Like all the different like things are like, which sounds people are using on shorts and like all the things that it is kind of, it, it's so minute. It's, and yeah. it's crazy because even when, um, Oh, I don't get in trouble for it. Who cares? Um, even when I was at ASICS, we were actually going back. So I do social media full time. And like, obviously, D17, I have to mm-hmm. do social media to stay alive, really, yeah. to get the word out, collections and stuff. I remember there was at one point we were looking. This is now this was next level to me. I never even thought of this because it's sneakers, right? We were comparing the data and this is this is where like my i guess like left brain right brain really kicks in like creative and like the numbers mm-hmm. we were looking at the data at literally if a picture on social media of the shoe if it was the left one the right one both of them facing the left or both of them facing the right and then it's crazy when we were looking at the competitors Everybody was doing only the left shoe facing um, to the right. That was like every account. So the outside of the shoe. Yeah. So like the outside of the shoe. And then I forgot who did it. It was, um, I forgot the brand. I think it was Hoka or, or Brooks running. They did one where it was like, okay, What's the what's the number if someone is wearing the shoe versus content with people that are not wearing the shoe? And we found out that content where no one is wearing the shoe is just floating there didn't perform as well as the ones that someone is actually wearing the shoe facing left to right versus just like it there. Or they liked it if it was like an artistic like background or someone holding them, something like that, like in motion or X, Y, and Z. Mm. Um, that it's like even when I'm on social, I'm like looking at, you know, sneaker pages and I'm like, okay, I know why they did this. I know why they did this. And then eventually that trend starts to fold. Cause like you said, if you're watching TikTok and everybody's like, you know, five reasons why I love McDonald's. And then then you start getting annoyed because you're like, everyone's doing it. I love McDonald's. Five reasons why you should moisturize after the shower. Five reasons. And then you're just like, oh my God, I'm sick of everyone giving me five reasons. But then you see someone where they gave three reasons and you're like, wow, this is refreshing. It's not yeah. five, they, it's three. And they point it that way instead yeah. of up. And then like, that's the new one. Yeah. And then it's like, here's things I love. Basketball, uh, PSG and the Brooklyn Nets. And you're like, oh man, this is great. You know, being able to see that and interpret it, um, like you said, I don't have time to waste looking. And I love looking at the funny stuff on there, but it's also like either I'm critiquing something or I'm getting away. Like, okay, I need, I just want to sit here and, you know, listen to, I don't know, Dragon Ball Z clips, you know, or Pokemon yeah. highlights. I'm just like, all right, I can sit here and look at this and just mindlessly tune off everything. Or it's like, okay, I can learn about, you know, even this shoot, I was looking at, you know, podcast clips and then <laughs> here we are. All it takes is, is, is yeah. a DM and a little bit of, little bit of free time. And here we are Tuesday. That's for sure. All right, <laughs> dude, this has been a great conversation. I really appreciate yeah. your time.
Where can the people find you, find you on socials, the websites, all that stuff? Yeah, really. You can just find me at, at d17terrence.com, Twitter, Instagram, social, the clothes, just D17 clothing. It's all connected. D17clothing.com.shop. You'll see us on a couple of turf fields out here in Maryland. I'm hoping within the next couple of months, at least when it gets warm um or just look go to your nearest pitch anywhere within, <laughs> within maryland to virginia i'm probably on the back of someone's jersey there you go there you go <laughs> we'll put all the links in the in the description as well um but guys go check him out um he's got a bunch of cool stuff bunch of cool stuff coming it's been great um with that guys we'll see you next time peace <laughs>